0: Welcome back, friends, to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast with me, your host, Gina Keeping. And happy Monday. Happy long weekend. Happy May 2-4, as we call it here. I hope you guys are really having the best weekend. And if you're listening to this podcast episode, it's a bonus. (laughs) So today, Emily King and I are chatting all things personal development. We're talking about our experiences. We're talking about some really cool things that have led us to go full-time in our business and to really step into what we wanted. We also interviewed a couple people who have attended our events and really just showing you what's gonna be happening at our shift event. So without further ado, let's have a listen to our conversation. Shifts, holy <laughs> shifts, ladies and gentlemen, and all the people. We are about to do some shifting. Well, we well, you and I have done a lot of shifting too to make this shift event happen. Look at all those shifts. (laughs) You
1: know all the shift words are gonna come out at the event. We're like, we're gonna be like cracking
0: jokes about shift all day long. Yeah, I think it's gonna go past the day. I think it's gonna be like our new thing. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, shifters.
1: Yeah, we have done a lot of shifting to get to this point because you and I met back in 2015. I want to say yes. Like, it's been. I know that's hard. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember this. And I kind of feel like awkward saying it, but. (laughs) Uh oh. No, it's a good one. Back in, I think it was 2015. Well, whenever, whenever we first met, you and I were both kind of like getting our things out there. And I think you asked me back then if I wanted to do an event together. And I don't know how I... I said no, essentially.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God! I remember this now! Yeah. How have we not talked about this? I know. And I don't...
1: uh, I don't know what... At the time, I think I was still even trying to figure out my own messaging and, like... Yeah, I don't know what... But yeah, essentially, I kindly said no. <laughs> and I didn't give
3: up. <laughs> right. well, it's
1: just like really cool how like you and I have like since day one of our businesses just like stuck to it, done our things, gone out of there, made shift happen. Mm-hmm. And here we are today. Like we came back. I feel like it's such a cool moment to come back at this new level of our businesses to be like all right, let's come together now. Like now the time
0: is right. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. And if you look back at even who we were in 2015 and mm-hmm. what we've done to get to where we are, like, it's been a lot of work, you know, and it's been a lot oh of internal God, stuff and yes. doing the scary shit because we all know this stuff is not easy, right? Like it's, it's been a journey. Hey. Yeah. It kind of like kind of in emotional for us, like thinking about,
1: yeah. I, like obviously I know my own journey and I know parts of your journey and what we've been through and overcome and mm-hmm. fears we've had to step through and mistakes we've made and things.
3: Yeah.
1: Mistakes that we haven't made.
0: <laughs> like things we probably right. will, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, it's just, yeah. But you know, it's also interesting to look back and say, okay, what if we didn't take a chance? Like, have you, do you ever go there and be like, okay, what if when I started that moment when things got hard, like what if I didn't keep going?
1: Uh, I've actually never thought of that. Whoa. Right? Like
0: we wouldn't be here
1: today. (laughs) Your eyes right now. (laughs) Right? That's really crazy to think. What if I didn't take a chance? Wow. And I feel like that sets us up really well to start this conversation of like, what if, what's going to happen to people listening, you know, if they, if they are on the fence about joining shift of like, what if you don't take that chance on yourself? Like where are you going to be a month from now, a year from now, 10 years from now? Exactly. Like
0: if I gave up or if I talked myself (coughs) out of it, wow. Right. We'd be probably still back repeating patterns and, wishing that we would have kept going, you know, and I know we both have our individual experiences, but I remember the moment when I decided to go to my first event and I traveled to San Jose by myself for my first one. And I was freaking terrified. I, you know, I didn't know what I was getting myself into at the time. Personal development was my last resort. (laughs) It wasn't something that I was like, Oh, I think I'll try this. It was like, I've tried everything else. Now what? And, you know, an event fell into my lap and I was like, you know, pardon the pump, but you know what, fuck it. I'm going to go, I'm going to do it. And I've tried everything else. So, you know, it's just, I think when you keep going, even when it's hard, you just can't ever see how it's going to unfold, you know? Mm, yeah. And was that Tony Robbins event that you went to? Yes. So okay. I think I went to Tony Robbins in 2016, if I remember correctly.
1: Yeah. That was my yeah. first, that was my first Tony Robbins event too. Was it really? Yeah. In June down in Texas.
0: I, so I think I went in May and I went to San Jose. Well, no, yeah, it would have been May because I'll tell you when it was, it was the year that the the day that Trump got elected. <laughs> oh, no way. I won't make this political, but I was like, what the hell am I doing going to the States the day that Trump gets elected? Oh my God. I'll never forget that day, but it was the best decision I ever made. Yes, yeah. It was like <laughs> because I know it
1: can seem intimidating for people to go to events because I know when I went to the tony robbins one, people are like, "It's like a cult, like you know." They're like, what? "Are you part of a cult or something?" And I was like, God, "I don't." Know. And it kind of feels cultish. I'm not gonna lie. Like the shit he has you doing is really like, "Okay, are we doing what this." What am I right doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I said to someone there, I said, "You know what? We're all like." Define cult how you want, but essentially, like I see it as like a group of people who you want to hang with and be with mm. and, you know, have cheer, cheering you on, that kind of stuff. So, way, whether we like it or not, we have a cult in our life. It could be a cult totally. of like shitty people or average or like people who are awesome. So, either way, we have a cult, i.e., a community around us. Mm-hmm. So, it's a conscious decision then and going to events. At least for me, it was like, wow, like there's all these awesome people here think similarly to me but also have all different walks of life like I remember at one event I went to um there was somebody there who was sharing his story about um overcoming guilt and stuff from having gone to jail for several years I can't remember what he did but um yeah he was like a changed man and was doing so much good in the world and it was just so cool to see all walks of life there
0: but also proof of possibility like for me that was That was so encouraging for me because I was going through a shitty time myself and to see that other people had went through it like Mm. and could come on the other side and can create something differently. And I love that what you said about we all have a cult already. Like, you know, whatever we choose to believe, like most people we are groomed or whatever word you want to use conditioned to fit in the nine to five. And that's what we, what we know. So like, depending on what you grow up with is going to determine what you believe. So it's really just allowing yourself to step into something different than what you currently know, you know? Yeah. I love that. And
1: so my latest event, and you know, this Gina, it was, I was in New York, um, Last month, yeah, last month, April in April.
0: How was that a month ago already? I feel like we just talked about yeah,
1: April, April twenty third was when I left for New York. So I went to a mastermind event. There was twenty of us there, and I had the privilege as well uh, to speak at this event. And at the end of the event, it was like a one day thing, and my mentor Laura said to us, she said, you know, share your biggest takeaway. And one of my things that I shared was realizing that we're all the same. Because I had been a, at an event in New York back in 2019 where I had um, seen Laura Belgray speak and I was fangirling her. Like I accidentally sit, sat next to her at lunch and I was like, Oh my God, you're Laura <laughs> Belgrade!" Like I had one of those moments and like totally embarrassed myself. And I thought like, how cool is it to be literally sitting at a table next to her again, three years later, but in this case being asked to speak at her event and realizing she's not on a pedestal. She's not some like magical holy saint that is above me and knows all she's a regular person. And I say that in the kindest way. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, we're all regular people (laughs) who have all the potential within us to do amazing things. And it doesn't make somebody better or worse or more successful or less successful than you. We're all the same. And I thought it was really cool to be in a room of people from so many different backgrounds, so many different financial um, levels, we'll say. And we're all just like chill people hanging out, helping each other out. And so (laughs) I wanted to bring that up because I think sometimes at events, I know it can kind of seem intimidating. Like it's like, it can almost feel like it's group therapy or people have this perception that it's like group therapy, but it's not at all. And it's not like, like that at all. You don't have to be broken to show up to an event. <laughs> no,
0: Absolutely not. And I think that's a good point too. Like we're not because we want to do self-improvement. That doesn't mean you're broken. You can be happy and you can be content and still just want to learn more about yourself. Yeah, Um, And I love that story because for so many reasons. But I think sometimes what we do subconsciously is we put people up on a pedestal because it almost gives us permission to be like, oh, there's something different about them. So it it almost gives you permission not to take action. But when you go, we're all the same. We are Mm -hmm. all scared. Like Laura has fears. You have fears. I have fears. We all we don't have different brains. It's just that. You keep putting yourself out there. You keep taking that next step. You keep moving forward. And then that shows you that we are all the same. And, you know, that also makes it more achievable, more attainable when you go. Everyone is just doing their best and everyone's the same. I love that. And and on top of that, it's you realize
1: how simple change can really be. It's not easy. Yes, simple.
0: Exactly. And it's not about the big steps, Emily, Like we both know this, right? Like so many people think they have to like make the big decision of like, okay, go quit your nine to five job or go do this Mm -hmm. and go do that. But realistically, yes, so there's a place and, and time for those things. But the small things that we do daily really are the things that make the biggest changes. And I think that's one of the things that we're bringing to shift is to show people how they can make their own daily changes and that what they see in other people is in themselves too, you know? Yes,
1: exactly. And yeah. to the point that you're saying earlier, like, no, like, well, actually, I should share this. I remember a coach of mine a few years ago said to me, she said, no one above, no one below. Yes. And I love that. So, anyone coming to shift, if you're already coming, one, thank you so much. We can't wait whoop, to whoop. give you a squeeze,
0: give you a little hug,
1: give you a high elbow five.
0: if you're into that too. Yeah. <laughs> a masked elbow. Yeah. Um,
1: But when you're part of that day, Really see us all as one. And Gina and I is not like these, you know, fancy schmancy speakers up on stage or anything. Like we're here hanging with you. And we want we want you guys to chime in and share. Like we don't want it to be just this is a Gina Emily show. Listen to us, you know, take take what we say and it's the religion. <laughs> you know, like the cults. No, it's the cults. <laughs> no. Yeah, <it's> cult. <laughs> no, we want you we your opinion. <laughs> yeah, we want your feedback. We want you to share perhaps even stuff that you disagree with, because this is how we, I think really come together more tightly knit as that community and make change that doesn't feel, I don't know, like we're going to make a wrong step. It's like, it's a safe space.
0: Definitely. It's okay to not get it right. It's okay to, yeah. Like, and to be quite honest, I'm like, you and I, we fuck up all the time. We make mistakes all the time. And I think it's about, that grace that we will bring to this event, that it's okay for that. And it's okay not to know the answers. Um, And, you know, I don't, I don't know if you agree with me in this statement, but I think the more engaged you are at these type of events, the more you get out of it, you know? Um, And so, yeah, we're going to encourage you to be active. Not this, like we said in our landing page, this is not a sit down shut up kind of event. We both know that you learn by doing and we want you to, to, to have the best day which you're going to. <laughs> exactly.
1: Oh man. If
0: like I was
1: saying to Gina the other day, I was like, oh, "Gina, can we win some of the prizes? We have like the best <laughs> prizes, the best swag bags coming together. Like it's so cool. It's going to be so
0: fun. We got a DJ there. I know. Great food, great company. It's going to oh, be man. pretty cool. And yeah. I think to you know some people and I and I'm going to include myself in this when I think about going to an event based on like prior to 2015 I would be like eye rolling and be okay how am I going to stay awake for the whole entire time I need to be sitting down It's not like that. You're not going to be sitting down all day and looking at your clock. It's going to be more like, holy shit, it's 430. Where did the day go? Like, it's not going to be an event where you just need to sit down and listen. It's going to be so interactive because in the interactions, that's where you create community. That's where you create your transformations. That's where the magic happens. So we want to bring that to you and help you, you know, through your own transformations. And I'm going to call out, um,
1: two elephants in, in the room. <laughs> yeah. One is the cost to come. It's 300 bucks, you know, plus taxes to come. And some of you might, I actually, I forgot to tell you this, Gina. I had somebody approach me and was like, oh my God, I thought it would be like way more expensive than that. I thought you guys were going to charge like $800. So for some of you listening, it's <laughs> oh, <then>. inexpensive. <laughs> uh, for some of you listening that might be like, whoa. But what I want to bring up is the reason why we, price it at what we did was cause it's an investment in you. Like this is not just like a $20 ticket to come and maybe you can bail last minute. Cause you know, what's 20 bucks or 50 mm-hmm. bucks or what have you. Like we really wanted this to be an experience an immersive thing for you to experience and something that you will cherish for a lifetime and can look back and say, Oh my God, that day really changed my life. And then the second elephant in the room is if you're listening now and thinking, my God, do I want to go? I don't know if this is my thing. You know, I'm, I'm a bit scared. This it's intense. Like these things are not always meant to be the easiest decisions to make. So I know me going to Tony Robbins, you, Gina, and other events I've gone to like down New York, New York city, and that kind of stuff. They take that little bit of like deep breath. Okay. We're doing this. I'm getting uncomfortable. And that's amazing because that's, that's the start of the change that perhaps you're looking for if you're listening.
0: Absolutely. And I think we live in comfortable so much during our day that when we do something uncomfortable, it seems so scary, but even I invite you to kind of look back and look at something uncomfortable you did in your past and look what came from that. Like, Everything that you've probably done when you were uncomfortable, something great came from it. Um, yeah. And I'm chuckling every time you say elephant in the room, because in my thing, there's a big, giant elephant. I don't know if you can see it. Behind oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so back to your your first elephant. Um, I think, too, that people need to have that investment in something to take it serious. Like hmm. early, as you know, Emily, because you've helped me through this. But earlier in my career or my business, I gave away a lot of stuff for free.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: a lot of stuff for free. And oftentimes when there's not that investment, you don't take it serious. So we all need that push to get us to do something uncomfortable. And it usually is that price point for a lot of people, right? So that price point is the push that's going to make you get uncomfortable. And one of our rules is get comfortable being uncomfortable because that's where the growth happens, right?
1: Yeah.
0: I and when, I heard
1: this said, I don't know who said it like last year, when you pay, you pay attention,
0: Oh, yeah. I think we Mm -hmm. should do a t-shirt with that on it. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, to your second point, um, you know, on this podcast as well, we are going to be sharing some little clips from people who have done work with Emily and I and who have attended our events. And some of them had fear, too. And some of them, you know, had to take that leap of faith, too. So you're going to hear from some incredible people as well um, so they can kind of share their story and maybe they can, you know, you can relate to how they decided to invest for themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. And before we get too too far along, I want to say yeah. if you're if if people are there listening, like just shut up and tell me how to get it. Shiftevent.ca. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Like www.shiftevent.ca. We also have the shiftevent.ca in case you mix it up.
0: (laughs) And And the other thing, too, Emily, that we should point out that we are making public, and actually, by the time this podcast comes out, it will be public that our tickets are closing June the second. So, if you're a last minute, oh, I'm going to wait till the last week before the event to buy your ticket, you're not going to be able to. So, yeah, June second, June second, Thursday. Yes, event on
1: Saturday, June eighteenth, from Mm -hmm. nine to four. Newfoundland mm-hmm. time. It's in St. John's. So come on.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. We want to see you there. And yeah, I mean, I think Emily, we both can attest to the fact that we both wouldn't be here if we didn't get in rooms of people who were like-minded and who kind of forced us to think differently, you know?
1: 1,000% uh, still to this day. I'm great friends with people that I met back in 20- actually at the Tony Robbins event. Actually, it's funny to the people that I met at the Tony Robbins event. One of them just sent me a picture of her baby that was born two days ago. No,
0: she had yeah. a baby. Yeah. Crystal, and, you mean?
1: Yeah. Oh, my yep. God. Congratulations, yep. Crystal. Right. <laughs> and then the other was who I met up with last month in New York. She came in to visit me while I was there in the city. So, like, you just never know where these friendships will lead you and what great memories and, yeah, friends Absolutely. you'll have for a lifetime.
0: And I do think it's important uh, to even like to kind of build on that, because as you were talking about them, like those two women are businesswomen, but you don't need to have a business to mm. come to this event. This is not a business event. This is a personal development event, development event. And for me, the personal development is what gave me the courage and the mindset to actually create something different in my career. So, you know, you never know what can stem from one of these personal development events and what you can learn about yourself and what you've been you know, what dreams you've been hiding and not going after. So you don't have to want to have a business. You don't need to have a business. All you need to have is something within you that wants to change maybe, or a desire to try something new and and be a favorite version of yourself. That's what I always say. Not best version, but favorite version. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Leslie Raymond, actually, we had a conversation and, um, somebody had said that to her and I was like, Oh, doesn't that feel good? My favorite mm. version of myself, not my best version, mm. you know, best seems like that's a lot of pressure, yeah, a lot of
3: pressure
0: yeah. <laughs> but favorite is like, okay, yeah, I, I can lean that. into that. <laughs> oh, that's
1: beautiful. Yeah. So I know some people out there have been, um, asking like, what are we going to do at this event? Yeah. So, we so should
0: probably talk about that.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, Gene and I are both certified coaches in our own modalities and ways. And so, we're obviously going to bring the coaching oomph to it. Yeah. Uh, we do want to leave space and, and room for people to share and ask their questions and that kind of thing.
0: But, um, yeah, I
1: don't know if, if you want to lead the way or what with.
0: Yeah, so we have some, uh, obviously, some group-led activities where Emily and I will guide you as a large group. We have some small group activities where you're going to be paired up in different groups and meet people and have the opportunity to dive into your own stories and to the work that we have created there for you. One thing that you're going to notice with Emily and I is we're pretty sneaky with our content, so... we have a long-term vision of what the day is going to happen so maybe you might not understand some of the activities but they will all come together at the end and uh you know you'll have your oh that's what they were doing moment yeah. <laughs> so you know the best thing that we can say to you is that there's going to be a lot of stuff um happening <clears throat> between the two of us um and our experience and you know being a teacher for 15 years like we got the curriculum we're, we're, we're going to be pulling off a really damn good day. And we are keeping in mind that there's different learners as well. So if you're thinking, you're listening, oh, my God, like I do better with visual. We got visuals. We got auditory. We got tactile. We're covering it all, folks. So you're going to yeah. you're not going to be bored from learning. And we're going to be covering all of the things, really. Um yeah. And like I said, like, you're not just going to be confined to one table. Um, One of the biggest things we want you to leave with is community because it's what you do after the event, too, that really matters. And we want to make sure you're all set up for success. Mm. And
1: with that, like, I mean, some maybe some of you out there are listening and I'm like, what are we going to do, do? But (laughs) I think it's like I know for Gina and I, like intention leads the way and the vision totally yeah yeah and how we want you to feel leaving so I know for me like Mm -hmm. if I were just to kind of say out loud here like my my intention for people coming to the event is I think one just to give themselves that space for themselves because I know we live in such a busy world with lots going on so having a whole day to give yourself that space is Uh, just like a breath of fresh air in and of itself. Even if we did nothing, just sat in the room, like (laughs) chilled out like that. That is, it's just so valuable. And two, to really give yourself time to reflect on what's important to you. So it's not necessarily, we're going to say you need to leave this room and go do this, this and this, but I love what someone shared with me the other day. She said essentially that a compass doesn't tell you the steps but it shows you the direction that you need to
4: go.
0: Yes. I love that. So that's what I feel
1: like we're bringing is we're hopefully going to be that compass for you. Not to say, go take step X, Y, Z, but to maybe shift you to say, Hey, I've been going East. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I need to go North for a little bit, you know, maybe if I just turn here and walk in this direction a little bit. It'll get me closer to how I desire to feel on a more consistent basis.
0: Yeah, no, that, and that's definitely for sure. Um, and the other thing too is I think that everybody is going to walk away with something different. We, like our, our whole Idea here too is to take you from where you are. You don't need to be at a specific space in order to be here. Like, we want to take you where you are and help you get to where you want to go because Mm -hmm. we all have different things that we want to do, and what you want and what I want is different, but it's really tapping into and getting clear on what you want. And then, like you said, showing you, okay, this is what you want, then you might want to go west, or yeah, yeah, or if you're going north, that's the wrong way, love. So, once again, this is is not like a you have to it's like hey you know like giving you some gentle yeah sometimes not so gentle kick in the butts too i guess yeah. <laughs> where to go but you know back to like the exactly what we're going to be doing too like part of that is also getting out of your comfort zone like every time you go to a conference as up to now, I guarantee you get, oh, this is what's going to happen at this time, this time, this time. We we are going to have regular breaks in there. But we also want to get you uncomfortable with trusting us and not necessarily mm-hmm. knowing all the ins and outs. We can tell you some, but <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And also, I know like
1: we have some things in mind of exercise and that kind of stuff to do that will show people just how courageous they can be and brave they can be. Yes. So that if you're listening, if there's like something you've been really wanting to do, or maybe you just haven't quite had the courage to do so or say so or whatever it might be like, Gina and I got your back there. on really yes. showing you just how powerful <laughs> and wise and courageous that you are and how strong you are to go take that next step. We can't when I, actually when I was at a Tony Robbins event, I remember he said like, he said, I can lead you to the door. like i can't push you out the door exactly you gotta open it and walk through yourself yeah exactly (laughs) so we will guide you hopefully to the door yeah and leave you with the strength and the courage to then kick that freaking door down
0: And also remind you how freaking powerful you are. I think sometimes we forget how awesome we are and how many skills that we have. So it's really just showing you what you have already, because Mm -hmm. sometimes I think we forget that because of just life can be hard sometimes. So essentially we want to be a mirror and show you that you're already incredible. You're already enough. You already have everything that you need to be successful and to go after what you want. So yeah. You know, it's just it's it's all about you. Yeah, yeah. And Gina's gonna cry. Uh, I said. am tearing up already. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I cry a lot. Like <laughs> there will be tears. We will have Somebody tissues. Bring me event. some tissues. <laughs> yeah. So Gina, anything that like I'm like to, to wrap this up. I don't know if there's anything else you want to chat about, but I'm just thinking it'd be fun. Like if you ask me one question and I ask you one question, I have no idea what I'm going to ask you. By the way, <laughs> but I'm just like, oh, this might be fun.
0: Okay, let's do that. I'm touching my nose. You got to go first. Oh, <laughs> to okay. Um, what was the most
1: impactful moment you've ever had at a live event?
0: Oh, one comes to mind. We did this event, uh, this particular exercise at one of the Tony Robbins events. And he got us to visualize, and I actually bring this picture into a lot of my workshops and I do this, uh, workshop sometimes, um, I, we had to visualize this person that we knew who we looked up to and all their characteristics. So it was almost like an embodiment exercise where you picked an alter ego to step into when you were scared or when you wanted to do the thing. Mm -hmm. And I had this clear vision of my grandmother um, and I'm named after my grandmother. Her name is Georgina and I'm Gina. Uh, and when he's I'm getting emotional again, here I go. And when uh he said, like, what qualities do you like about her? Um, you know, she was empowering, she taught herself how to read when she was 60 years old. Like she just she was such an epic woman. She was a businesswoman, she all of the things. So I remember thinking of her and what he walked us through. It was like this embodiment exercise where I took on all those characteristics and it was just such a powerful thing where I recognized the qualities that I admired in my grandmother that I already had in myself that I forgot that I had. Uh, And it was just and then following that exercise, it was like, okay, now how would you take action embodying all these characteristics. And in that moment, I knew that I needed to go full-time in my business. Oh, wow. And it was something like I, you know, I knew that this was something that I had to pursue because back then I was still only dibble dabbling in. I was really sick. Um, There were so many things that I knew that I had to leave the environment that I was in in order to get better. And I was like, I got to go full in with this. But there were a lot of tears. (laughs) Mm. And even to this day, like when I need that kick in the ass, I'm like, okay, Georgina, here we go. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and I hold on to that. Uh, so I think that was probably one of the most powerful things because I still use it. There were other shifts mm-hmm. that I had, like I had shifts the whole entire weekend um, for this particular event. And, but this is that was probably the most powerful for sure. One that the, the skill that I still use the most, I would say. Oh, cool. Yeah. I will ask you a different question, but what was yours? I'd love to hear this the same response, like your uh, response. You no, know, I was sitting here thinking. I'm like, hmm, I was like, I don't have to answer that. But <laughs> what was my
1: most powerful one? Um, I remember. Okay, it was an exercise where, and you would have done this as well, the Dickens exercise. Yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah. So for people listening, the Dickens exercise is when you envision yourself, um, I think it's like five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years Mm -hmm. from now, and you go like deep into it. It's not just like a two minute, like, Oh, just see where you are. It's like deep process. And I remember just sobbing because it really brings you to realize actually kind of to your question that you said earlier, like, where I forget how you worded it, but like, essentially, where would you be if you gave up, you know? And so it, you realize like, if I keep giving into the fears, keep giving into the doubts, this is where I'm going to end up 20 years from now. And it was really scary. (laughs) Yeah. So that was, that was like a really powerful exercise that stuck with me where I think, to myself, like, yeah, it might be tough now, but it really comes down to that, the good old like short-term pain for long-term gain kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like if you can say the thing now, if you can do the thing or if you can just get over whatever long-term, you'll be so better off for it.
0: I love that. And it's so true. Like sometimes even You know, I think we get caught up in the now and I know being present is definitely a good mindful technique. But sometimes we need to go, holy shit, if I don't start taking action or start doing something like five years, I'm still going to be miserable. Like I'm still going to be, you know, cycling in these patterns. So I love that. Yes, I remember. I'm pretty sure I cried at that, too. (laughs) I'd be surprised if I didn't. Um, I'm going to go a little bit dark. Ooh, darker. (laughs) because if you haven't like, cause this work can be hard, it can be yeah. a challenge. Right. Um, and sometimes that fear of getting uncomfortable in the things that we don't know is really hard. So I'm sure there's people out there going, oh, I don't know if I'm, I'm ready for this or, you know, what if, what if, so what was the hardest thing about your personal development journey? Like, was there something that you had to sit with and go through? Um, that was really hard that you could have ignored, but Going to these events or learning these tools helps you navigate and you are stronger for it in the end.
1: question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good one. The, the feeling like I didn't belong. Oh, so the event that I went to in 2019 in New York city, it was a three day event and it was 5,000 bucks us to go. So it wasn't cheap. And it was an intimate-ish event. They capped it at 100 people. And I really didn't quite know what to expect. And I arrive by myself because I went by myself. And I show up and, you know, it's a classic like mingling in the beginning, the awkward mingling and like (laughs) all that. Anyways, and and we sit down, the the event begins. And I quickly learned that they had the tables pre-assigned, kind of like who you... I guess could relate to like my table was a lot of coaches. Okay. And so there's all these different tables that they had, I guess, based on your background, your industry, that kind of stuff. And um, anyways, there's a few tables there where I quickly realized, oh, these are the big wigs. <laughs> like these are the fancy schmancy people, you know, these are like the multimillionaires who are here. Like, and I felt so small. And with this event on the second night was what they called the media mixer. So they like the point of this event event was PR and, you know, get yourself out there and all that kind of stuff and know your story, blah, blah, blah. And the second night we were to go to this media mixer and, you know, schmooze with all these big wigs, like people who work for, you know, Martha Stewart and Dr. Oz and like ABC, like all, all these people Um, Oprah magazine, like, all these people in like a New York, uh, like bar up on like a rooftop bar, that kind of thing. So anyways, I felt so uncomfortable. And I remember calling my husband after the first day of the event, just like sobbing, being like, I don't belong here. These people are so much better than me, you know? And I remember sharing, I was walking home to my hotel. I think it was after the second day. So it was between, so the day had finished and then we were to go back to our hotel, get ready for the evening event. And I remember sharing to this lady, I forget her name now. Anyways, I remember her face so clearly. She's amazing. Um, I remember sharing with this lady who was at the event. We were walking back to our hotel and I said to her, I said, I feel so uncomfortable. I feel like I don't belong. Like, you know, who's going to want to talk to me, blah, blah, blah. And she turned to me and it was like, time stood still for me in that moment. And she said to me, she said, you belong in the room. And that was it. It was just like, I belong here. And on top of that, when I had talked to my husband and like my sobbing state, he's so like black and white with things in the best way where when I was telling him like, well, oh, I don't feel like I belong and blah, blah, blah. And he said to me, he's like, why would you waste your time with those thoughts? Right? Like, so not like, just like straight, like, why would you wait? Like, it just didn't make sense to him. He was just like, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not true. Yeah. Something like, so practical. Yeah. So <laughs> practical. Like why would you waste your time with those thoughts and those two things? Why would you waste your time with that? And you belong in the room have stayed with me forever. And so I continue to get myself in spaces where it triggers that inner child in me. Cause I feel like we've all had that moment as kids where, you know, we got teased or we felt left out or what have you. We felt like we didn't belong. I certainly had those. And so I intentionally get myself in spaces where I feel intimidated, where that little me wants to be like, I don't belong here. Who am I? And get comfortable in feeling like I don't belong (laughs) realizing we're all one of the same.
0: Emily, I love that. Yeah. You know what? That that thought that you have, that belief that you have, I think sometimes we want that to completely change, right? But in order to change it, we have to practice it, you know? So, and I think people want that instant result, but putting yourself into these rooms of, you know, of, you know what triggers you, allows you to practice it, allows you to practice you overcoming that little voice, and then eventually it gets lower and lower and lower. And mm-hmm. you know, oh, that's beautiful. I love that. I love yeah. that.
1: Yeah. So that's that's stuck with me. Like, even at the event I went to last month, like my head tried to go there of like, oh my God, well, they have, you know, there's a guy there who has a multi million dollar um, marketing agency, and he's like, super popular on Instagram and does so well and blah, blah, blah. And my head tried to make me separate. Oh my God. Like he's so fancy and you can't talk to him. And you know, why would he want to talk to you? And then I'm just like, shut up. Like (laughs) (laughs) I don't have time for this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And really like, I don't know if it's since becoming a mom or what, but I, I really have noticed that lately. I just don't have time for shitty thoughts anymore. Like It's yes. awesome. Like they come and I'm just like, no, like, no, I'm not hanging with you today. I <laughs> and love they that. Just go.
0: Yeah. I love that. I remember, um, oh my goodness. What's his name? Dwayne Johnson does a lot of work with him in Jumanji. Um, oh my God. It was terrible. Uh-huh. Oh, um, Kevin, Kevin Hart. yeah there yeah, you go yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i remember they he was doing an interview and somebody asked him like how do you deal with the haters how do you deal with all these things and he's like i don't have time for that energy like i don't have time like if i'm focusing on that like look what i'm missing out on and as you were saying that that film came back and it's so true it's like no i'm not gonna i'm gonna switch it up right so yeah i love that I love how about that you i forget how you exactly
1: worded the the question but
0: I can't remember now either. Um, I would say mine is not business per se related. I think when I was going through all that stuff, (laughs) when I got sick and all that, I think I was fighting so hard for my old identity. And I had so much wrapped up into me being a teacher that attending these conferences showed me that it was okay to let go of that. Mm. Um, it's not necessarily in the moment, but it kind of ties in into the fact that I remember being at the event and one of the first activities we had to do was like, you know, who are you? Like, you know, introduce yourself. We had to introduce ourselves to somebody. And I had just gotten sick and wasn't able to teach. And I remember having this moment of like, who the hell am I? Like, I usually I would lead with like, I'm a teacher.
3: Mm. And
0: I was so wrapped up in that identity that it really forced me to look at myself as something separate than just something that I did. Mm, Oh, and I feel that so many people are wrapped up in an identity that they don't necessarily have a lot of control of. Like, we're not what we do, you know? And it took me such a long time to unravel that and to be, you know, and I did a lot of work in that throughout the workshop, but it was like, I, I'm not, Just a teacher. And when I couldn't teach, it was also the realization that because I couldn't teach in a classroom, that didn't mean I wasn't a teacher, that I couldn't still do or still had those tools. So I think in the moment of hard times and even now, I remember all those skills. I practice all the things that we both have learned and one of the things that I've learned recently is I is going to sound silly, but it's like, I've learned to really be a surfer, not a controller. So I think Uh a lot of times we try to control the outcome so much and just think about what happens when we control, 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 Mm. you know, but I'm really trying to be a surfer. So when shit happens, it's like, okay, how can I go with the flow and navigate it rather than try to control it? So, you know, that's something that I'm really stepping into is that we We don't have control over most of the things that we do. We hold on to this false illusion that, oh, okay, control is nine to five, but we don't have control over that. You know, I think the pandemic kind of showed us that. So um, I'm kind of rambling now, but I think for me, it's more so just letting go of that identity that I had for such a long time that I worked my ass off to get, you know, like I have three degrees. I always wanted to be a teacher and then I couldn't be anymore. So it was very much of like, okay, how, how do I let go of that identity? How do I handle the hard times? How do I, yeah, detach and also detach from the story of the hardships, you know? So a lot of times we get stuck in those stories and that's not who I am, you know? It's mm-hmm. something that's happened to me. Um, so yeah, learning to be the surfer in my life, I think when things get shitty and when things are hard, I think having the tools to navigate that is huge. And, you know, that's something else that we're bringing to the event is just how to navigate and not lose sight of who you are when shit hits the fan, I guess.
1: When shift hits the fan.
0: Yeah, baby. What's <laughs> <laughs> said, yeah, baby, today. It's almost going <laughs> on.
1: <laughs> oh, that's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Because what I like with that story is it wasn't an overnight thing.
0: Hell no. Oh my God. No. Yeah. And I don't think that I would be here doing what I'm doing and, you know, stepping into this new way of living and my, you know, going after my dreams that I didn't even know that I had, um, if I didn't have that rock bottom moment, and I'm not saying you have to have a rock bottom moment to have a transformation. Um, but for me looking at hardships and learning to navigate them and learning them to be a catalyst to move forward, I think was very liberating for me. So, yeah, yeah. And I don't I know that I wouldn't been able to navigate that without learning these tools. I wouldn't. I tried. I tried very hard on my own, (laughs) you know, and I couldn't. So it was like the the power of getting into these rooms and the power of, you know, seeing people go through hardships and overcome it and being in rooms of people who were cheering you on, because I don't know about you, Emily, but the moment I started doing things differently, the people who cheered me on to be a teacher were not cheering me on to do what I'm doing now. Mm. You know, so yeah. it's like, you know, when you're doing something different, you do need support. And I think these conferences, whatever you want to call them, events, I think they they are the things that help you to navigate those hard times and navigate going after what you want, because I know you can do it alone. There's no doubt you and I could do this, this stuff alone, but why would you, when you could have supportive people and make it easier on yourself?
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, this has been, I feel like this is. I don't know. Like just giving me such excitement for what's (laughs) to come. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Like this has been really fun. Even exploring our own experience with it and sharing what we've overcome and hopefully inspiring other people to get out there and join us or, if it's not this event like maybe it's something else maybe it's a you know a little hour event that you attend of one of ours or maybe somebody else's what have you but um this has been so powerful and it's getting me really excited for what's to come so
0: So what um, we're gonna do now is I guess we're going to play a couple clips of some people who have attended our events um and programs I guess so we're gonna do a little pause here now and we'll come back right after the break At this one and at every other event,
2: you know, when you're coaching us and you're talking to us one-on-one and you're trying to help us see what's going on or what it is that we need to do, we never, ever know. (laughs) Us personally never know what's happening, but everyone else in the room knows. And it's like, how can you not see that this is what you need to do? But it just goes to show, right? Everyone around you is like, it's very clear what the direction is, but it's so hard for you to see yourself. So at every in-person event, the retreat, the vision board workshops, the masterclass, I think that was probably the biggest thing. Like you can see how coaching from you, having everyone else around you, their opinions, what they've been through, their own life experiences, helps you see your direction and where it is that you want or need to go. So when you get into that energy, and into the room and see everyone. You just, you collectively get into that space and you hold that space for each other and you just let them be and let them share and all the emotions come out. And it just, it makes you feel like you're part of something bigger. So then when you get to live events, it's like you make these connections with these people that you're like, I'm so happy you shared your story because I don't feel alone right now either. So thank you. Thank you for being so vulnerable and opening up you sharing your energy with me. It's like you can make lifelong connections when you go to events.
3: After doing, you know, like you said, all your courses, attending all your events, no matter where I was in my personal development journey, I've always learned something new that I could walk away with that elevated me to, you know, to a different level. Each time I've left, you know, a course, a session, an in-person event, like, As you talk about, like you're raising your temperature, you're raising that thermostat a little bit higher each and every time. And, um, you know, I've done in-person courses where, you know, we've met, we've had a community, which is awesome. But to be surrounded by people around you is a whole lot different. The connection's different. And, you know, I've always went to all your events by myself, not knowing who I was going to go at first, yeah, I was a little bit scared thinking, oh my God, you know, these people are going to think I'm crazy. But (laughs) once you go there, the people are in the exact same stage as you, and you can relate to so many people. And every single course, every single event, anything I've attended, I've come away with more people in my supportive community to help and to lean on. And I think that is one of the things we all need, whether it's, you know, in if you're on your, just starting your personal development journey, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're anywhere, like we all need to be around more supportive women and your events, your community, like those are the things that, you know, really just elevate you, right? This is, event like i'm so excited for it it's something that we need more often like you said there's so many virtual things yes there's so many books you can read there's so many learnings there's so many little things that you can go put to but to be surrounded by all these people who are going there to better themselves like it's a win. Like we don't, and all the offerings that I see, like there's actually going to be things after this. Like it's an investment in you, right? Like don't buy those new pair of shoes, buy a ticket and go. Right. I've struggled with, um, depression,
4: anxiety for years. Um, I had, it it was 2020. So I had lost my job. It was the first time I was ever unemployed. I went from having two jobs to zero. Um, so it was really struggling trying to figure out, you know, uh, my goals and who I was and what I was doing with my life. So, um, so I decided that I was going to do this retreat. I was gonna just give the faith, you know, Gina was just like, just trust me, just, you know, give it your all and put your, put, put everything into it. And holy moly, it it was drastically changing for me. Um, it was, it was insane. What changes to my brain chemistry happened within two days. I, I, look back on it and just, just giving into this method that Gina has is it, it will, it works. <laughs> it really, really does. I was always a very um, negative thinker, you know, I was always pessimistic and, you know, looking on the downside of everything. And, you know, there were, there were moments throughout the retreat that, you know, I found myself, I caught myself thinking differently. Um just within those couple of days. And so that also, um, drew me to join, um, uh, a course that Gina put off, uh, that, that following January, uh, say yes to you. So I built on to those, those little things that I started on, on the retreat. Cause it was only a weekend. So I was, you know, even though I had started, I was like, there's, there's more I can learn for sure. And, solidify uh all of these new tactics and and methods that I was learning so I, I signed up for the course which is a three-month course in in January of the following year um which just further pushed you know my my transition I guess you'd call it um towards a, a more positive and and not only just being more positive, just being more self-aware of my own thoughts and feelings and being able to articulate that and figure out why I was doing the things I was doing and, you know, um, and how to how to improve step by step, you know, not, you know, I, I'm i always I was always scared of change and big changes and things like that. But her method is so easy to do because and you don't even realize how much you're changing until you look back because it's just little tiny things, little tiny habit changes that make huge impacts. You know, now looking back on my journey with Gina and how where I am now versus where I started, I, it's it's mind blowing. Yeah, Gina, is
1: there any last words that you want to share before we wrap up?
0: Um I think go get your ticket. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, come and join us. Um, and I guess just to get a little bit corny because you know, you know that's what I stand for, corny. Um yeah, if you're feeling that you need to be surrounded by people who are uplifting, who will challenge you to think differently, will help you see that light in you, you know, come and join us. And if not, this one, like Emily said, um, you know, just do something for yourself that will help you get to where you want to go. You know, I think that's pretty much it. We're so excited. We have such an incredible day planned and we would love to see you there. So I think that's really, yeah, I think that's really my last words. They yeah. probably won't be the very last words, but.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I echo that. We, I, I'm just, yeah, it's going to be powerful. It's been a long hiatus with COVID. Oh. We cannot wait to get in a room. There's almost a hundred of you guys coming thus far, you know, there's room for, for some more. So hopefully
0: some more, you guys will join us and um, yeah, we can't wait to give you a squeeze. Yeah. And I think too, like, I guess one more last thought is that, which we probably should have mentioned before is that we both had to travel outside of Newfoundland to get this experience. And if you are curious this is a perfect opportunity for you to be exposed to a whole new different world. Like,
3: Mm. you know,
0: drink the Kool-Aid, come and see what the cult life is all about. Um, But yeah, it just offers you a totally different perspective and one that Emily and I have had to pay thousands of dollars to leave the island Um, And we've been spending so many years trying to, not trying, but, you know, bringing our own knowledge to with the addition of the the things that we've learned. So, you know, you don't have to pay thousands of dollars to do this, but, you know, join us and see what it's all about. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Hope to see you there.
1: Shiftevent.ca.